Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah, and this is the LOL word. No, it's uh, not. Nope. Fuck. It's not. Oh my god, we changed our name like two months ago. <laughs> it's this is that's so lesbian, a podcast about lesbians. The L word for now, <laughs> but not forever. Thank not God. Forever. <sighs> We're trying. We're gonna power through. Yeah, I didn't have enough caffeine today and then found out that I only have $20 in my bank account. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting paid on Friday, so I really just have to suck it up for one day. You can do it. Yeah. I believe in you. Um, but, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the election that just happened We yesterday. have so much to talk about. We have lives. We have elections. It's like, there's so many things yeah. happening. Yeah. So much to talk about that, like, we might not even get to the show. One must hope. Bulby, don't you fucking come up here. <laughs> he's been really obnoxious the last few days because I've been home. So he's like, oh, my God, you're around and I can annoy the shit out of you. <sighs> he's very happy. I'm sure Link would be here bothering me, but she's busy attacking Bandit right now. So she's got that. Oh. Things in her mind. Okay, so this, this is why Bulby needs a friend. He does. You should get one. So the election was last night in our time. Not in their time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we took back the house. Which is good. I was really hoping we would take back the Senate. Oh, we, we all were. Which is... Uh, and then the governors. Fuck. I know. It could have been a lot better, but I think everyone is being so doomsday about it. And I'm like, can't we just celebrate this house thing? I mean, we so can, good. but the, the reason and that the is. Senate like. and uh, the... <laughs> gubernatorial um race mattered more is because of the census Mm, that's happening in 2020 and that like because of that and the redistricting and all that jazz i know yeah that's why i know but all of those were long shots and it would have been great to get them but we also achieved something that was really important and that really needed to get done and that scared the shit out of trump because he's been a fucking basket case today even by his standards he basically fired jeff sessions like less than two hours ago yes and screamed at a lot of reporters oh i didn't see that oh my god it was intense uh he just threw a hissy fit at a press conference it was intense great um i just think uh there's so much pessimism out there in the world and i just want to be happy about something that's that's me right now so i'm Happy about the house. Yeah, I'm just like stressed about the redistricting, which I know isn't happening for two years, but I'm stressed about it's it. It's stressful. I understand. Yeah. Um, what? Oh my god! I hope you guys can hear his little coos. I can't hear him. Mm. He's a very quiet boy, but he's been doing it so much. He walks into the room, and he has to scream <laughs> at me. Link just came up here and bit me for a while and then ran away. So that's what my life is like. Speaking of my life, I am a single woman again. I know. Ah. Uh, So Utah girl determined that she... Hi, Bulby. Oh, honey. (laughs) Hi, beautiful. Sorry. No, it's... Okay, we're listening I love him. Yes, Utah girl decided that she was not going to come back from Utah and she doesn't want to do long distance. So basically she made a lot of decisions... And I have to abide by those decisions. Um, And there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I'm great and she will regret these decisions. So I'm just lounging on my ego, really. I mean, personally, as your friend, I feel like it was bound to happen. Yeah. Especially based off of the things that you were saying that, like, she doesn't like settling down places. Like, she's always moving around. And, like, like that kind of lifestyle decision is like so different from your lifestyle decision. Sure. But like at the same time, I like to have my space. So me yeah. having a long distance relationship, like I'm, I've done long distance relationships. I'm perfectly happy to do them um, because I like to have my space. So if you're going to have a lifestyle where you're going to be moving around all the time and you don't want to date long distance and you aren't interested in just like casual one night stand stuff, I'm not really sure why you are dating people. Yeah. And I'm not really sure what I've been doing the past six months. But, you know, that's just me. I'm a little mad. I'm a little bit mad. 
I think you have a right to be a little bit mad, and I think you should be. Thank you. But it is only a little bit. Like, I'm, like, we can hear the bitterness here, but it's it's definitely not an overwhelming sort of bitterness. And I don't, like, actually wish bad things on her or anything. Mm-hmm. So, And I was very sweet to her. So, yeah, you know, that's what I matters. Agree. So I'm not, like, torn up about it or anything. I'm just, uh, I'm a little pissed when I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, onwards and upwards. I continue to be amazed by my ability to give people my all and then fail miserably and then somehow find the stamina to do it again. And so I have chosen to be, once again, inspired by my own ability to continue committing and opening myself up to people despite all evidence to the contrary that it's a good idea. So, I mean, it's a good thing because it only has to work out like once. Exactly. So that some people have it work out like five or six times. Yeah. So. so that's my my view of the issue is I've decided to instead of be sad to be inspired by myself and my ability to press on just as I am after all of my numerous breakups. And then you are in yeah. love with a man. Yeah, guys, we're back to being one and a half lesbians again. <sighs> I really thought I was a lesbian for like a month and then it went away. You thought you were a lesbian uh, for like years. I, I, yeah, on and off for like most of my life. You were a lesbian like before I was a lesbian. Yes, I was. I was. Didn't Thank stick. you for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, it's been a mess. Not that much of a mess. It's actually been pretty smooth sailing. So I am on a board, uh, like, for sustainable stuff on my campus uh, with this boy. And we, like, kind of knew each other before. And, yeah, and I started developing feelings. And it was, like, a lot really intense. And then uh, I wanted him to come to this party with me, like, two weeks ago. And he was like, nope. And I was like, okay, well, then you owe me coffee. Um so then we got coffee on Saturday, and it may or may not have been a date. Mm. And then he walked me almost a mile from the coffee shop past his house to the art museum where I was meeting my friend. And then my friend was like, you dumb idiot, invite him inside to the museum with us. So I did. And then he went into the museum with us, even though he was like, I have, like, work to do. Um, but he took time out of his day to spend a lot of time with me on Saturday. and It was great. Um, and then we've been talking on and off and he, I don't know, he walked into the Starbucks where I was the other day and I was like, oh God, I need to pretend not to notice him because I'm going crazy. And he walked up to me and we Ooh. talked and it was great. And uh, also I'm driving him home for Thanksgiving and he lives near Tyson's. Oh, well that's convenient. Yes. It is 45 minutes out of my way, but... <laughs> when you're driving um, that far, I feel like 45 minutes is like, eh. It, yeah, it really is. Mm. Plus, also, I want to spend that time with him, so it's, like, great. I'm trying to be supportive, even though I've seen a picture and was not impressed. He is... It's not really his looks that has attracted me to him. So much as, like, his voice and his personality and, like, what he's interested in. I think he is someone who I really want to be around because he's also like really invested in the things that I'm invested in, which is the Jewish community and environmental activism. I mean, that's awesome. And honestly, how many 22 year old boys am I really going to be like physically impressed with? Let's be real. Like it's a small, small category. So his odds weren't good. He really does have a baby face, but like everything else about him is like so perfect. And if we recall, Um, I almost slept with a man last weekend, so I really can't throw stones too hard oh my god so i i told a friend about me almost wait wait, wait. before we move on to that i do have to say his one true flaw which is that he is he's half jewish not fully jewish excuse me the only reason that that's a flaw is because if i choose to bear his children then i will be having children that are three quarters jewish instead of a hundred percent do you know who you're talking to right now It's mostly meant as a joke, <laughs> but it doesn't come across that jokey because I am really deprived of energy right now. Okay, well, I don't like half-Jewish jokes, so. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. I got shit from someone the other day about a half-Jewish thing, and I'm just. Oh, really? What the fuck? I, I, you might not understand. Half-Jews get shit constantly. 
It's yeah, endless. I would not know because it's not something that I ever get shit on. Oh, so both yeah. my parents Jews are Jewish. are terrible to us about it, especially if you're wow. a patrilineal half like I am. Uh, because anyone who's not reformed still doesn't count me as Jewish. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, Sam's also reform and he had a bar mitzvah, which is good enough for me. So. Well, I didn't have one. I know you didn't have a bat mitzvah, and it pains me every day because I want to see you have a bat mitzvah. I would love to have a bat mitzvah. At the same time, bat mitzvahs were, like, invented in the 70s, so I don't really feel like it's some ancient ritual that I've missed out on. No, it's not. It's just, like, it's so fun, and it feels like a rite of passage a little bit. You get money. It would have been nice. And it's, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a thing that we all talk about, like, when you meet someone who's Jewish, you talk about, like, oh, like, what was your bat mitzvah theme and stuff like that. Well, honey, that's because you're, like, 12 years old you don't do that yeah. when she get older um what well, I, was, no, I mean i still talk to people about that yes, well, like, that's like i said you're like 12 years old oh oh because i'm young yes i, know, I feel like it's a jewish experience that yeah for babies brought up for babies often. um i told a friend of mine who is like a 15 year old boy i met him in a survivor game i was playing but i told okay. him like we were just talking casually about our lives and i told him about my experience with this guy at this wedding last weekend and he was like oh so are you bisexual and I was like no 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 and he was like well if you were gonna have sex with a guy doesn't that make you bisexual and I was like oh god and he's like he's trying to go he's like I don't know I think you're bisexual and I'm just like I don't know how to explain this to a child but I'd like stay there and I'm like I'm not getting pissed at him because like he means well and everything but like you know if it's an adult I'm like do not fucking tell me what my sexuality is I will punch you in the face but I'm being you know gentle because he's young but I'm just going like no 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 it's complicated but like I realize this might be confusing to people who are not this boy so I have decided to explain um sometimes you really get drunk and you really would just like to have the sensation of having sex with somebody um having sex with men is easier to come across uh Mm -hmm. and it's less pressure for me because I know I'm not going to be attracted to them and um i he was jewish and he was attractive and it was easy and um i don't dislike uh, you know for all my grandstanding i don't dislike men as people um most of Mm -hmm. my close friends are men so i do find it very easy to get along with men and i have an easy rapport with men um and i'm able to have sex with men i know that some gay people are like really repulsed by the idea of having sex with people that they're not attracted to and also you know some straight people repulsed by the idea of having sex with the gender they're not attracted to and that's totally valid it's just not my experience like i can have sex with a man i just don't enjoy it the way i enjoy having sex with women and i'm not going to fall in love with a man but yeah i thought i should explain sometimes i mean listen i don't really like mint chocolate chip ice cream very much and i would never choose it if I was, like, going out for ice cream. But then, like, once in a blue moon, I'm like, I could eat some mint chocolate chip ice cream right now. Like, people are complicated. And so I am going to call myself a lesbian. And you're just not going to object to that. Even if every once in a while I get drunk and think, man, that guy is attractive and I'm going to have sex with him. Like, that's mm-hmm. just... I gotta live my life. Yeah. I feel like people don't necessarily understand that um, attraction is not entirely binary. Yeah. And it's more binary for some be. people than for others. I think that's another mm-hmm. thing. That the the category of lesbian, I I disagree with the idea that it can only include you if you are solely attracted to women. I think it's okay to identify as a lesbian if you have some attraction to men but have chosen for the most part, not to act on it. And, like, if you would rather identify as bisexual in that category, that's also totally fine. And, like, if somebody had the same feelings as me about men and women and chose to identify as bisexual, I would think that that is valid. But it's just, for me, not what feels right. Yeah. And it's also just nobody's fucking business, but, you know, such is the world. Yeah. Mm, But the half-Jewish thing, uh, just going back to that. Yeah, I was on Reddit. I was on the... Judaism Reddit, which is in general a really bad toxic space and not good. Sounds like it's it. not good. But someone posted a thing of it was in the in the the wake of the synagogue shootings, saying yeah. you know all Jews need to come together right now. And someone said, well, does this include patrilineal half Jews? And I said, listen. Why is that a question? I said, listen, it's time to stop splitting this hair. People look at me and know that I am Jewish. I know in my soul that I am Jewish. I am part of this community. Nazis aren't asking me if my mom's Jewish when they see how I look and hear my last name. It's time for us to come together and stop doing this. And I used to be really fucking patient with people. 
mm-hmm. uh, who who excluded me. I used to be very understanding and sweet. And then this guy just goes, you might feel in your soul that you're Jewish, but you're not Jewish. And thank God people came to my defense because they don't usually. And if it hadn't been after the shootings, then they wouldn't. I can't mention being a patrilineal Jew without people telling me that I'm not Jewish. It's impossible. My own father tells me that I'm not Jewish. Are you fucking kidding me? I am 1,000% serious. My dad tells me I'm not Jewish. Um, My sister does not consider herself Jewish. What the fuck? So you understand why I'm a little sensitive about half-Jewish jokes. Oh, yeah. No offense. And this is going to come off (laughs) as offensive because you're going to get mad. But, like, what the fuck is wrong with your family? Yeah. Um, My dad has a lot of internalized anti-Semitism to work through. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe your sister doesn't see herself as Jewish. She does sometimes. Like, after the shooting, she posted a thing on Facebook about the Muslim community coming to the aid of Jews. And she said, thank you for standing with us. Yeah. So she does to an extent. I think now that she's having a baby, she's thinking about it more. Mm-hmm. And identifying more as Jewish. But, like, she and her husband don't do Jewish holidays or anything like that. Her husband is very not Jewish. And I think that makes her kind of paradoxically more Jewish and less Jewish when she's mm-hmm, around him mm-hmm. because she like assimilates more into his life. But at the same time, she's got something inside of her. That's like, this is not me. Yeah. So it's, it's hard, but my, my parents, my mom will joke that instead of having two half Jewish children, they had one Jewish child and one non-Jewish and child. And one non-Jewish. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. But my dad just likes to remind me that I'm not Jewish. And once I told him that the reform Judaism has been accepting patrilineal Jews since like 1983 or something, then he um yeah he's he doesn't do that as much anymore but like they're coming with me to new york this week and i'm speaking at the jewish children's uh authors and illustrators seminar oh wow mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah i'm excited so they're actually coming up with me because they didn't give me um travel or lodging money so i was like hey parents want to go to new york so that they would pay for it yeah. so um i'm going up with them this weekend and they haven't given me any shit about not being jewish enough for that and that just being invited to that has been so validating like yeah, whenever yeah. anyone puts me on a list of Jewish authors, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm in, bitches. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My Just to reiterate, I did mean that as a joke because I do think that he's perfect in every single way, that's and okay. that's a problem. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about this dumbass show. Do we have to? Well, we have to because Shane was really hot this episode. She was. That's what matters. She looked good and once again she was just great while everyone else was terrible stupid yeah i feel like we didn't see much of jenny no and it was great it was Fuck it was jenny. really refreshing she like came in at one point and was like i got beer and that was like it right um oh well, she helped no. she helped max bind no i don't think it was binding i thought she gave him a a penis to wear under his clothes. oh that might have also happened but there was also binding and it was with an ace bandage and i was like no <laughs> Wow, I did not pay attention for that part. Yeah, don't bind with ace bandages. No, That's really it's bad. so dangerous. Please don't do yeah. it. Huh. Um. All right, I guess we'll go through the couple. Yes, let's do it. Um, Bet and Tina, because they're the worst. Oh my god, they were so bad. Way worse than normal. They have a pillow between them in their bed. Yeah, that's how you know the relationship's fucking over. There was... It was... So bad. I don't. I don't understand why these two people are together. They hate each other. Like there's this one point, the guy is in Tina's office, and he asks her about and her husband. And she's literally trying to bone him. <laughs> she's trying to bone him, and he asks about her husband, and she just goes, "I don't have a husband." There was no. I have a there's partner. No, I, have I have a, a wife. wife. Yeah. I have a whatever they call each other. Nothing. Oh. And then when she's like, "Wow, bet." You might get a job at the Whitney. Um, then she's like, I absolutely would not move to New York with for you. Which is just like, then it's over because you don't want, like, you're being together is super conditional. Mm-hmm. And she's being such a bitch about being the breadwinner of the family. Yeah. And getting and $300 haircuts, apparently. When Shane would cut your fucking hair for free, Tina. Like, that's just stupid. Come on. You know how much my hair cost literally, me? $10. I refuse to go to the hair salon for haircuts anymore. I think it is a waste of money. I, yeah, have been cutting people's hair for, like, six shekels for the last, like, <laughs> several years. 
And I used to cut my own bangs. And at this point, I'm just waiting for it to be long enough for me to comfortably do that again. I just go to the hair cuttery and pay $10 and they do exactly what I tell them to do. Yeah. Weren't you saying that you used to go to salons and they treated your hair like bad? Mm-hmm. And then now you they went don't to know what to do cuttery. with curly hair. And then I went to yeah. hair cuttery and I said, she's about to go at it. And I just go, no, can you cut it dry? And she's like, okay. Yeah. And she didn't know how to style it and she brushed it so it was all frizzy. But I could, um, then she was like, do you want me to style it for you? And I was like, no, no, no I'll go home and do it. Because I don't yeah. use silicones or sulfates, and I knew that she would. And yep. she just let me do that and didn't argue with me. Yeah. It was great. And she was like, you don't want layers? And I was like, no. And salons are always trying to talk me into layers. But I and know- they always look bad. Right. And because they were like, oh, well, curly hair needs layers, but I know my hair. And it doesn't it layer doesn't right because layers. my underlayer is less curly than my upper layer. So if you cut my upper layer shorter, the underlayers are just going to stick out more, and it's not good at all. So I'm like, just do a blunt. And there were a few pieces that she didn't cut right that I fixed when I got home. Yeah. And it cost me $10. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to her this week. So it was great. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, yes. $300 haircuts while Shane cuts hair, which is just abysmal. Yeah, which is so stupid. So they're terrible. <laughs> so Beth found out about her terrible, unsexy sexual experiences with men. Yeah. Um... And then how did they leave things? Mm, it was not... It wasn't anything. Yeah. Tina was like, I want to have sex with a man. And Bet was like, what am I supposed to do about this, basically? Put on a strap-on. Borrow Max's penis. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking about strap-ons, I just want to skip ahead to talking about Shane already. Yes, please. Um, it was so hot that she was... She came to Sherry Jaffe's already wearing a strap on wow i was not paying nearly enough attention to this episode uh did she have sex yeah. with sherry jaffe yeah wow at the very Missed end it was that. the last scene oh i did notice that it there was, was a sex scene but i didn't know who it was it was shane and sherry it was in the pool and then it was out of the pool and it was so fucking hot i could have watched that for like the whole episode it could have been right, an hour long i would have watched the whole so thing. shane comes to her house wearing a strap on She's, like, wearing clothes, too. But, yeah, she's wearing a strap-on. And then, like, Sherry and her are undressing, and Sherry laughs about it. She's like, ha, ha, ha. That's so fucking hot. It, yeah, it was really hot. Sherry looks like a fucking mess, though. She looks <laughs> awful. She looks like rotten, spoiled she busted. Milk. Like, I, she's not good. She always has looked like that, though. I remember her looking slightly less busted, and then she... <laughs> got slightly more busted she, you know? she never looks good um i'm really happy that shane has sex with someone who's not carmen because carmen who i thought i was gonna like dick. is awful yeah she's terrible she's hot as hell but god yeah. damn she's awful yeah she seemed like she was gonna be fine and she was like Shane, like, I understand that I can't change you. Mm-hmm. But then here she is trying to change Shane, and it's like, what the fuck? And she's, like, mad that Sherry even showed up at Wax when nothing had happened. She's like, why yeah. aren't you acting like you have a girlfriend? Carmen, calm the fuck down. And then she's throwing a fit she about the hair. state of the apartment, which, like, I understand, but at the same time, I'm really messy, so people who yell at people for being messy, I'm like, fuck you, get out of my life. So Yeah, I think she goes from zero to 100 on the messiness does. thing. Which is like, oh, maybe don't do that. Yeah, and she's just, ugh. yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that Shane cheated on her because she's terrible. Yeah. I should have paid paying more attention. I had a hard time near the end of the episode. I watched this first thing when I woke up in the morning. I was tired, and, you know, things. Yeah. Happen. Um, but Shane looks good, and Shane wearing a strap on is hot, even if I missed it. So. It was really hot. Mm, her Shane. and Sherry having sex was. I honestly, when we're done with this, I might go watch that scene I'm again. I'm going to go watch it because I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Oh, um, I love Shane. All right, come in my lap, little boy. What would we even Let's... do without Shane in this fucking show? I don't know. Shane's the only thing that makes the show decent. Literally the only thing. Um, and she's just, she has these just moments where she's so sweet. And they're really understated. Like, she was the first one to jump in and ask Dana what she needed from them when she said she was having yeah. the surgery. And it's just like the way that she was when Dana was playing tennis and she was cheering. It's like, she's always just in it a hundred percent, but she doesn't like draw attention to herself the way like everyone else. Yeah. Does. The way Alice yeah. does talking about how she's Angelica's soul mother or whatever it is. 
Earth Mother. Mother. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, I'm the Earth Mother. Like, Shane doesn't do that. She's just, like, Aunt Shane in, like, a really sweet and understated way. Like, she just loves the baby. Yeah. It's stupid. Also, Angelica's stupid. Angelica's terrible and has a terrible name. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we have Jenny and Max. Yeah. Who wears a strap-on, not for sexual purposes, but because he is a man. Yep. And Jenny's helping him learn that about himself because she can see how uncomfortable he is mm-hmm. and how it might help him to come into himself in this way. Mm-hmm. But and don't buy the face bandage. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I don't care if but you're Jenny's man. being such a good girlfriend, and I really support her and Max right now because I think she's being really mm-hmm. good to him. I agree. And he deserves it. And Jenny also, also seems very low-key about the whole thing. Jenny isn't reading too much into it. She's not pressuring him to figure out an identity or a name or a pronoun or anything. She's just really kind of along for the ride at this point. And she's yeah. not making it the focus of all of their conversations or anything. She's just being there. Yeah. And I love that once he, like, is dressed as a man, she's like, you're so hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. He is so hot. Yeah, she's doing great. He is so. hot. Yeah. Um, Max also has that really uncomfortable job interview. Yeah, which sucks ass. I thought they did a really good job with that interview, actually, because it wasn't, like, over-the-top transphobic. Yeah. It felt like this is a guy who thinks he's a good guy not being comfortable and asking inappropriate questions. And I think that that hit harder than if we'd just seen – Max in just like a really overtly terrible like violent transphobic situation. Not that we already haven't yeah. seen violence against Max. Yeah. Uh, with at the truck stop, but this felt but like seeing, something. Like, the different levels of it. Yeah, and I hate saying this because it makes it seem like I'm saying it's not realistic to be in terrible, over the top, violent transphobic situations, and I know that it <laughs> is, unfortunately, very realistic. But this felt more. If you're thinking about who the audience of the L word is, which is not trans people, because I think think Jacob doesn't know that trans people actually exist. She thinks they're just, you know, something fun for her to play with. So if you're thinking about the intended audience here, which is cis lesbians, this is something that's more palatable. Yeah. This is something that's going to feel to, I'll say us, since I'm also a cis lesbian and I shouldn't count myself out of this. It's something that feels to us more familiar. Yeah. And more like this happens. And this probably is more common than something more terrible because, you know, microaggressions are more common. Yeah. I actually want to talk about a microaggression. Do it. Um, so I have a very good friend, Maggie, um, who is a non-binary lesbian, mm-hmm. and I hope that they're listening to this because I keep on meaning to text them Hi, Maggie. the links to listen. Um, but so Maggie told me today that, like, so they like to use the women's bathroom because it's there it's habitual Mm -hmm. and it's also easier to fucking find than the (laughs) non-binary like unisex bathrooms and they have had four encounters this like semester alone where people have come up to them in the bathroom and been like you know like the neutral the gender neutral bathroom is like there is one and it's over there and it's like they're really uncomfortable because they feel like it's really inappropriate to go up to someone yeah. and do that in the bathroom and I just wanted to like get Maggie's story out there because that fucking sucks and if you're sis and you're doing that to other people in the bathroom maybe don't do that because you probably don't know this person and you're probably just making them really uncomfortable yeah and you and know feels, those people yeah. think that they're being helpful yeah and they're not yeah it's yeah. They think they're mm-hmm. they're patting themselves on the back for being such good allies for alerting them about the presence of the gender neutral bathroom. Yeah. Oh my god. Um I think it's it's so it's so bad to assume that someone is or isn't non-binary based on how they look. It's so yep. bad. I mean, if you think about it, I'm sure Shane, if she were at your school, would be having this experience. Oh, People probably. would be telling Shane where the gender neutral bathroom is, and Shane, as far as we know, is not non-binary. Nope. God damn. Oh, my God. People need to mind their own fucking business. Yeah. So just mind your business, especially in the bathroom, unless someone, like... Mind your business, especially in the bathroom, is one of our (laughs) t-shirts. Write it down. Oh, I'll add that to our list. Yeah. I mean, the only time I would say, like, maybe don't don't mind your own business is if you can tell that someone, like, 
Yeah. They're struggling with something. They need help. Maybe they need like a pad or a tampon or something. Or like an EpiPen or they're dying. You're like, yeah. Or if someone is being harassed and you're intervening. Like, of course, there are situations where you should not mind your own business in the bathroom. But I think, like, in general, it's good blanket advice. What are our yep. t shirts so far? Our t shirts are one and a half lesbians, mm-hmm. adopt a cat, decently lesbian, <laughs> hot or not. Eileen Chaikin doesn't know what lesbian sex is. <laughs> Uh, this lesbian loves trans men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homophobia of it all. <laughs> we are all lesbians. Hashtag queer as baby. Um, be the backlash you want to see in the world. Yes. And, <laughs> and mind your business, especially if you're in the bath- bathroom. I love so many of those. I need them They're on my so body. They're so good. I gotta make them. Um, if a merch company wants to approach us. I can do them just like in my Redbubble shop. And yeah. I'm going split the profits, free to of course. Do that. That works. I'm going to actually, I think, do whatever it is to get our um, Steady HQ money out mm-hmm. uh, today. And then, what is it? Um, it's not Venmo. It's the other one. PayPal you. Oh, awesome. Your half. Great. Yeah. Because we have a new supporter. Um, and it is Benny. I know. Benny told me they were doing I it. I know. Thank Benny God gave us Benny. a lot of money. And I'm very happy what about we, it. What would we do without Benny? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll make t-shirts and put them in my Redbubble shop. I have ones for Degrassi already, so. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm super stoked because I think we have great t-shirts like I do too. And people who don't even listen to the podcast but just like lesbians will like our shirts, so. And you can also get stickers and mugs and like anything else you want. Yeah, which is cool. I clean up in stickers on Redbubble because they're cheaper. What? I clean up in stickers on Redbubble because they're cheaper, so people buy a ton of them. Oh, yeah. And Redbubble yeah. gives and you a discount if you buy a bunch of stickers. So people yes. buy just, like, a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And they usually have, like, a really good Labor Day sale, mm-hmm. which is, like, right when everyone's starting school and buying all their new stickers. They have sales all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. I love Redbubble. They didn't pay us for this, for the record. I just like Redbubble. No, no, no. It's just great. Um, I wish... Honestly, I might reach out to them. I reached out to them for Degrassi. They haven't gone back to me. I know. Of course. Um, but definitely that, try it. That adult beverage one... Never emailed me back. Come on. You know, I got a second email to email them at. I, I'm pissed. I am trying to get something with Pinup Girl for Degrassi. Ooh, and they keep emailing yeah. me like, uh, we haven't heard from you yet. I guess we're going to assume you're not interested. And I'm like, I'm answering your emails. Why aren't you getting my emails? And like, there's nothing I can do because they're not getting my emails. So it's, oh, God. it's awkward. Whatever. Um, okay. All right. Uh, Max and Jenny covered. Dana. Dana, I thought looked attractive for the first time. And I saw what you saw in her. Her her titties. It, her titties That's, were nice, but I'm actually talking. She was lying on her side at one point, and I was like, she's got really beautiful skin and bone structure. She really does. She's got great mm-hmm. skin. Her body is really nice. Um, I'm still and, not attracted to her at all. She's not even sort of my type, but I can see her as an objectively attractive person. For like she the has time. like a a low key ugly smile. She does. Um, and that that type of smile is something that I am just inherently really attracted to. Um. So that's just something I generally don't go for athletic girls and I don't yeah. like the skinny broad shoulder look. And I love it. Mm, oh. It's very popular. It's just it's not for me. And I don't like femme girls in general. I mean, I like Carmen. So like I'm weird sometimes, but I mean, Carmen is gorgeous. It's going to happen. I mean, she's so hot. Yeah. But um, Dana just she's she's not it for me, which is fine. It's not her job to be it for me. Um, So she has cancer and is pretty in denial about it and is basically being really annoying. Yeah, and she, like, tries to tell everyone that she's got cancer and then she's like, I can't do it. It's just a procedure. Stop training off my shit over. It's just a surgery. That's it. We did find out that Tina has had a lumpectomy in the past. Yeah. So it's a little character development there, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's so irrelevant. Um, But I really want wait hold on do you see what I'm i know i love him I'm holding my uh coffee above him and he's like trying to sniff it he's so precious you guys we should probably so videotape it like videotape us recording the podcast so that you can see the stupid shit that our cats oh do my god just see like, can walk on me and bite the shit out of me and then leave <laughs> um yeah and laura's being a like so moody about it Laura's terrible and then dana's being moody back Mm -hmm. which is stupid and i don't like their relationship and uh i mean just to bring it back dana's got great boobs she does they look really nice it's too bad one of them has to leave uh 
R.I.P. Dana's death, and then later Dana. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Stupid. I'm excited for Dana's death, as we know. I like a good death. It arc. happened so fast. I know. I'm excited. <sighs> I like death on my TV shows. Queer Swift doesn't he, have very much. Death. I do too. It's really a shame. Yeah, that is a. It's a shame. Yep. But it's at least they don't kill any lesbians. That is good. Because yeah. I feel like we always have our gays being killed. Well, we do kill a gay in Queer as Folk, but only one. And everyone is gay. And it's not a lesbian. So. All right. Yeah. And he's old. Yeah. It, in this show, they're all lesbians and two of them die. I know. That's, just, that's not good odds. Yeah. But okay. We've got a lot of lesbians and one <laughs> of them kind of deserved it. So. I mean, they all deserve it if we're going to get technical. Um, speaking of people who deserve death, Alice. Uh... Stop! <laughs> she sleeps with Nosferatu. <laughs> Such a stupid plot. Yeah. Um, she goes on the date with a lesbian vampire who's pretty hot. Yeah, she's pretty hot. What is um, it that happens in the state? In the what? what? What happens in this plot? I can't remember. She sleeps with her vampire and she's like, she's a vampire. And then uh, she finds out that her name Uda, whatever, is just Nosferatu backwards. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of funny. And I love vampires because um, I'm partially a lesbian. <laughs> but also because I really like what we do in the shadows. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Never seen Stop it. Stop trying to knock over my shit. Bobby. <laughs> I'm not yeah, a lesbian. I was about to say, I'm not habits. a lesbian person, and that's just false. I am not a vampire person. Hmm. <laughs> That's bad. I'm a non-vampire. The dyke. original vampire is um, a lesbian. Really? Yes. Uh, there's. I don't know. I don't have that much information on it right now. And also, I'm so hungry. My brain stopped working halfway through that sentence. I so. read this thing one time about the lore of vampire possibly being based on type one diabetes, and it was really cool. Like people falling into diabetic comas, people eating and eating and getting skinnier, and then they come back to life out of the coma stuff like that it was cool it was a cool wow theory. that's interesting in reality it's probably that. based on tuberculosis because people would come back mm-hmm. to life someone in my sign language class uh last semester did a whole presentation on the history of vampires and it's cool wow <laughs> that's cool yeah, it was fun. yeah maybe if we start getting enough money and we're like yeah fuck it let's do a whole thing about like va- lesbian vampires maybe one day mm. but probably not i would be there the whole time being a spoil sport so probably not yeah. I don't like vampires. Mm. <sighs> um, um, so, yeah, she goes on the date with a vampire. Does she break up with her at the end because of her Nosferatu connection? No, she's like, fuck it, and they just keep having sex. Oh, okay. So are we going to see her but again? She says that the sex is really good. Yeah. So I, I'm happy for Alice because, you know, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Word. Um, are we going to yeah. see our lesbian vampire again? Uh, she might be at the beginning of next episode, mm. but I don't think so. Um, so she meets her at the bisexual speed dating where Helena and Kit also are. Yeah, she made Helena come because she wanted moral support. And then um, Kit, it's at the planet, so she's there. And then Mangus wants to sing her a song, his, which is really cute. His name tag said Mangus, first of all. I just want to point that out. And it was great. Yes, and then he's saying David Bowie's Changes, which is a song that I'm very fond of same um but i can't imagine how slow he must have been singing that because as we know i watched the episode sped up and it sounded almost normal it was pretty slow he must have really been dragging on that song yeah oh my god wait okay are we done with the couples because i want to talk about um bohemian rhapsody we can but we still need to talk about helena fine fine we'll talk about helena first um, what was her plot? I didn't understand it because I wasn't paying attention. And then all of a sudden oh, she was she walking slept with shit. the She slept with the documentary oh, right. where she didn't sleep with her. Sorry, she kissed her. Right. Um, and they were going to sleep together and she's in love with But then her, her husband was like there. Yeah. Okay. So nothing else happened. Um, I think that's everybody then. So yes, we can talk about Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, have you seen it yet? I have not. I'm not interested in it because I heard that it was straight washed. Um, I actually disagree. I think that it is gay wash hmm, okay. which is fair and true for most of anything about Freddie Mercury's life. It is not the best biopic that I've seen, like a musical biopic, because that's my dad and my like favorite genre. Hmm. Um, so like I've seen most musical biopics. Um, I consider myself a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so fucking sad. I literally have not been able to stop thinking about it. Aww. It has 
truly rattled me mm. and like really upset me in a deep way that I didn't expect. Mm, so I should see it is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Have yeah. you seen Cameron Post yet? No. You really need to see this because I like, talk about upsetting you on a deep level with gay content. Fine. I will text my gay friend Maggie and I will ask them to watch this movie with me. It's really good. Um, I have nothing else to say about life. Should we do sponsors? Uh, yeah. Give me one second. Sure. Okay, cool. So let's talk about uh, BarkBox. Hannah, you're going to take this one over because I'm going to take Tomboy Toes. Okay. Um, you're going to need to give the, the details, though. But cool, I cool, cool. I got it up. Okay, so BarkBox is um, it's a subscription service because everyone likes getting mail um, where once a month or like once every two months, whatever you sign up for, you can get a box full of shit for your dog. Um, you can get like some cool gourmet treats and a few toys. And then if you have a cat, you also get a box. Um, <laughs> BarkBox is really cool. If you know my podcast, Welcome to Degrassi, you know my co-host, Kat Helgeson. Um, she uses BarkBox. Her dogs love it. They use those toys to death and they always really like the treats. And she's uh, been really enjoying the service. I think she also, like, got it for her mom and maybe her sister. So oh, wow. she really needs to use our code. But um, it's definitely cool if you have a dog. Because I know all dog owners like to get stuff for their dogs. So if you're one of those yeah. dog people, Jesse and I can't relate. But no. we support you because you're going to give us some money now. So there's a way to give us some money and try BarkBox and you get a free box. So everybody benefits. Jesse's going to tell you about it. Yeah. So to do that, you can go to getbarkbox.com slash lesbian20 and enter the code PBFEM. So, and if you don't have a dog, but you know someone else who has a dog, maybe you can like be like, hey, you want to try this shit for free? Um, PBFEM? PBFEM? <laughs> so you go to getbarkbox.com slash lesbian20 and use the code PBFEM. Um, peanut butter fam. Peanut butter fam. Yeah. So I think that that is a great thing that you can do for your friends who are homophobic and like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bark Box. Um, there, there are lesbians that like dogs, like Tanya. But yes. those lesbians probably also killed Dana's cat. <laughs> so. Mm, and maybe killed Dana. Know. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, did killing Dana's cat then kill her? I think yes. Did she give Dana cancer? Verdict is yes. still out. <laughs> Could happen. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about Tomboy Toes. So, okay, we've got Tomboy Toes. This is um, a, it's a clothing line for your shoes. And these shoes are, they come in European sizes, so it's not gendered, whereas, like, in the States, we've got, like, a women's size Y and a men's size W. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, the way that numbers work. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead, it's, like, the number on the shoe. I don't know. I don't buy European size shoes. Okay, I do. I do. It's okay. I can help out. So I wear okay. a women's size 10 and I wear a European size 40. And if you got mm. a European size 40, that's going to be a 40 for everybody. So it would be a women's size 10. It would be a men's size 8 or whatever the translation is. Yeah. Um, But like a men's 40 is a women's 40. It's a 40. So it's non-gendered. Yeah. But if you like me, can only make sense of the American women's size shoe stuff. Uh, they carry anything from 4.5 to 11.5. So they do have big shoes. I didn't realize. Ah. Um, and so they said that they're always working to expand their range of options. So if you don't find their your size, like, you just gotta hit them up and they will then start offering your size, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, and so if you are going to be waiting for the Black Friday sale, um, you can go to the website and decide ahead of time what style you want and then sign up for the email alert so that when the sale is live, you can just like whoop, Zip get that nice. shoes. Um, and Tom Toes is a small queer owned business. Um, their thing is giving men's style shoes to butch lesbians or gender neutral people or trans men or anybody who wants to wear men's style shoes you do you yeah yeah i 
it's great. I have not bought shoes, but I am considering maybe buying a pair for my cousin's bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. But I also was planning on wearing a dress, so maybe not. I don't know. It's all up in the air. But you should buy shoes from them. Yeah. You, our yeah. listener. Yeah. Especially if your cousin is being bat mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah, becoming a bat mitzvah. Exactly. Or whatever. Tomboy toes. Tomboy toes. Check it out. Um, and we're going to have a Black Friday sale code for you when the time comes. Which is super cool. But if you so. need shoes now, you should get them now. Yeah, Don't or you can put them in your little uh, cart and just save it just for a wait, little bit. Just wait. Just get excited. Yeah. Um, okay. You ready for that good-ish, the hot or not? I'm not, but I will get ready. <sighs> hot. God, everyone was so terrible. I don't want to give it to Shane because I always give it to Shane. And she cheated, so, like, I probably shouldn't. I Can I give it to Mangus? Yeah. I'm going to give it to Mangus. You can give it to Mangus. How could you not? He sings David Bowie. He shows up. He puts Mangus on his name tag. Like, it was great. Team Mangus. And he's also just so comfortable around all these queer people. He's just like, I'm going to go to bisexual speed dating, even though he is, I assume, a heterosexual. And Mm -hmm. it was great. And I'm going to harmonize with this, like, super, super flaming gay guy. And everyone's going to love it. Alan Cumming. I love that man. Yeah. So, yes. It's it's Mangus. Okay. Um, I'm really split. Okay, talk to me. All right. So I want to give it to Jenny for being really supportive oh, yeah. of Max. Um, but I feel like I keep on giving it to her for that same reason. So I think I'm going to give it to Shane because she cheated on Carmen. <laughs> I support that. And Carmen deserved it. Yep. And Shane was really hot having sex with Sherry Jaffe. I know, we gotta go back and watch. And I support her. I gotta go it was watch. so hot. Like, I like, can't even... Ah! It was so good. Oh, Shane, we support you. Um, not... It's gotta be Tina. She's the worst. I feel like I always give it to Tina, but God, she's awful. Yeah. If, if for nothing else, for getting $300 haircuts when Shane would cut your hair for free. Are you kidding me? I would give it to her for putting this stupid-ass pillow in between her and Beth. <laughs> yes. God. Oh, God, I hate her. Yeah. Can't stand her. I wish she was going to die. That would be so great. God. If Bet and Tina died instead of Jenny, oh, I would support that. That would be so good. Who's yours? Alas. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to have to give it to Carmen. Yeah. Because she will not let Shane communicate with her. Nope. She's absolutely refusing to let that happen. Nope, she's a disaster. And it, it's ruining their relationship. Mm-hmm. So I blame Carmen for ruining their relationship. Um, and I stand by that. I support you. Thank you. Um, What are we doing next week? Let me pull that up. Um, in the meantime, I want to talk to you guys about um, supporting us oh, yes. on Steady HQ. You can go to Steady HQ um, slash en slash so lesbian, um, and you can support us. Give us some money. Um, and if that link isn't correct, the co- correct link is in the description of every single episode, um, and it's on all of our social media. So you should do that. Um, we're right now at 15% of our monthly goal of $100 a month. So that's pretty awesome. It's making us feel pretty fucking good. I feel good. Yeah. Um, and they can also pay us to say things, right? You can totally pay us to say things. If you want a message on this show about how gay you are or about how <laughs> you don't like that a bisexual is hosting this show or how you do support that it's one and a half lesbians hosting this show like do whatever you want you can pay us i will say anything ignore me just keep going so yeah uh, I just you can do that examples a lot um um okay but let's talk about this next no episode. no can you tell them how to do that because oh, you just sorry <laughs> you go to pocket podcast network you click on our uh, the donate button, and then you like 
do some more clicks <laughs> where you <laughs> this is such a fucking professional podcast they can't even stand it um and you go to where like it says that's a lesbian and then you are like oh i want jesse and hannah to say this shit yeah so that's what you do um so next weekend next week life size 2 is coming out oh my god uh <laughs> the episode is called life size Jenny meets with a publisher about her, uh, publishing her manuscript for a book. That's a weird way to fucking write it, Wikipedia. Okay, she wants her book published. She's meeting with someone about publishing it. Um, Billy uh, makes Max a tempting but shady offer to give them testosterone drugs. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Kit gives in to Angus's advances. Mm, good. Um, an angry Carmen lays down the law to Shane regarding their relationship over Shane's one night fling with Sherry, which is fair. Um, Helena comes face to face with Dylan over where they stand, um, where Dylan wants to continue their romance. Dana checks herself into the hospital for surgery while Laura contacts Dana's parents to update them on Dana's condition. A new and improved Alice offers her support to Lara, who confides in her about Dana's condition. Sounds good. Sounds like Alice might be my hot next week. Not mine, I bet. You just hate her. I do. I sure do. I support her. All right. Um, give us your money. Yes. Yeah. And do all that and follow us on all of the social media, which you can find in the description of every episode. I don't want to say it because my blood sugar is dropping rapidly. <laughs> so tweet me your good omens for my what may be a potential relationship. And uh, next week, hopefully I will have updates for you guys. And if you're a lesbian, hit me up because I'm single. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you live in the DMV. Yeah, my but cousin's also not if you. My cousin's like maybe gonna hook me up with a friend of his, and she's so young, and you gotta stop me. How young? Twenty-two. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's young. younger than me. I mean, older than me. Yeah, what yeah, the that's, fuck? It's, that's my benchmark. It's gotta be older than Jesse. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Yeah. So. Okay, we're leaving now. All right. Bye, guys. I'm going to go eat, and Hannah hopefully will go eat. I am. So Adopt a cat. A- adopt a cat. I am Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.